You're listening to the Auto What Podcast. My name is Amon Bashir. I'm one of the hosts of this fine podcast. I'm sitting here with Robert Trell and Keegan On. And our guest today is a board member of the Ottawa Renewable Energy Cooperative. And uh, her name is Kim Scott. How are you doing, Kim? I'm great. That's good <laughs> for having me. Oh, you know, it's, it's, it's lovely to have you. It's an absolute yeah. pleasure. Uh, so, Kim, um, I know we, we, we ran through the, the, the structure of this, this podcast with you already, but for our listeners, and I'm sure you know already, is uh, what we start with is uh, a local brew, a local beer. And uh, Rob, do you want to maybe talk about the, yeah. the beer that we're drinking today? What we have today in front of us is from the Church Key Brewing Company, uh, which is out of Campbellford, Ontario. And it's the specific brew is their, their flagship original brew, which is the Northumberland Ale. And uh, so try it out and let me know what you think. Uh, they say it pours a nice, deep, golden amber color, and it has a sweet, toasted malt aroma with a honey-like tone. Well, I'm drinking it out of the bottle. I can't really tell what color it is. Well, it but looks amber. It looks... I, I, I'd call it amber, I suppose. Uh, Keegan, you, you you took a nice swig first, so what, to, what did you think? Uh, well, exactly what Rob said. Hmm. It's good. It's it's basic. Yeah. Uh, we've had... It's we've had yeah, it's a, it's, it's a basic beer. It's nothing too complicated. No, uh, Keegan doesn't like the hops, so we don't have a whole lot of that. <laughs> I make a point to say that in every podcast. Uh, I, don't, I don't think I like beer. That's all right. <laughs> That's okay. You refer to it as the closest you get to chocolate milk, but with alcohol in it on a previous podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. But uh, anyway, so there's a beer. Uh, so we'll be sipping that throughout the, uh, the episode. But let's turn it back to Kim. So, Kim, why don't you tell us a bit about yourself? Sort of, first of all, where you're from, and then, uh, and then maybe we'll, we'll transition into what you do. Okay, um, I'm. I live here in Ottawa. I've been here for 25 years, and uh, I consider this my home. I'm a dyed-in-the-wool Canadian. Uh, I'm here because I'm a member of the Ottawa Renewable Energy Co-op and a board member, but also an investor. And uh, yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit about the historical success we've had in the co-op and. I don't know if I should just lead into that now. We we, we certainly could. Absolutely. Why not? (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, So we have just opened our third share offering. And our first share offering, uh, we had attempted to raise half a million dollars. We raised $991,000. Wow. Wow. So almost twice as much. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Our second share offering was also, uh, well, it was oversubscribed. We actually had to turn people away. Oh. Yeah. And this third share offering, uh, if we meet our $3 million goal, we will more than double in size. So we have currently $2 million of assets in Ottawa, and primarily they're solar energy projects. Uh, Some of them are small microfit projects on social housing cooperatives. Others are large projects that produce a lot of energy on the rooftops of schools. Um, So we have one on Samuel Genet High School, but our third share offering has three more schools that will come on board. And uh, we've we've actually outgrown the microfit projects. We're we're into big projects now. So wow. is that right? That's right. We have three hundred uh, members, uh, some many of whom are also member investors, um, and we're of course seeking more members and seeking more investors to create a renewable energy future for Ottawa. So it's essentially a community-owned, democratically operated renewable energy systems um, that is a distributed system. So that that energy is generated here. Uh, Maybe you're too young to remember, but there was a brownout 
here in the northeastern uh, seaboard maybe about eight years ago where pretty much the whole I, power yes, grid went yes, out. Yes, I remember. Yeah, everybody was having a lot of barbecues. <laughs> it was a great time. <laughs> but uh, essentially, it, you know, a distributed grid eliminates that risk, right? Because your energy is generated locally. Right. And then, I, I mean, it's no secret that uh, we are facing dramatic climate shifts if yeah, we yeah. don't transition away from fossil fuels. Um, and your generation and your children uh, will likely look to us and say, why didn't you do something? So sure. we're doing something. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. And uh, so this renewable energy future that we're creating is um, is a shift. It's We're calling it a new economy shift. Okay. Uh, I, I just want to rewind uh, just a, a quick second. Uh, you were talking about your first share offering, your second share offering, mm -hmm. and you referenced it being oversubscribed. Meaning, we, well, second share offering, we, we had a goal of $1.25 million to raise, yep. and we raised more than that, okay. so we capped it at one25 Okay. And so we had to put people on a waiting list for the third share offering. Okay. That, yeah, that's interesting. So so yeah. I'm, I'm not I'm not terribly familiar with share offerings and things of the sort. So when I hear oversubscribed, I'm like, oh, it sounds like you have uh, a heck of a lot of extra, you know, uh, investment, even, and could you not sort of transition and use that for something else but i suppose it's because you have a set mandate we we have yes you have to apply to fisco for um what is it the it's it's regulations related to our cooperative and what our cooperative can do financially because we're a social enterprise right, right. so you have to um and and it's probably also related to the fact that we've applied for feed-in tariff Projects. So yes. we, in advance of this third share offering, we had to plan for the projects we wanted to have. Makes sense. So we apply under the feed-in tariff program, which right. is, maybe you don't know what the feed-in tariff program is, but it's basically under the Ontario's Green Energy Act, you can generate renewable energy and you can sell it to the grid for a, right. a premium price. Okay. okay. okay? Sure. So, that's a, so that's what we take full advantage of. And so we... We have to apply in advance of our third share offering for the projects we want to um, develop. Sure. And then, so that's the fixed, you know, that's our fixed limit of projects that we have for for our third share offering. That makes sense. So now that all of that work, the, 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 the preliminary work is now complete. That's right. For the third share. That's right. Now we have to raise the, the money. So we have our partners, we have our rooftops. We have an idea of how large the projects will be, how much energy they'll generate, uh, but now we need to raise the money to make them real. That makes a lot of yeah. sense. Yeah. That's great. So what happens when someone invests in in the co-op? Okay. Um, you have to be a member first, and there's a uh, we sell 100 memberships for $100, so you get a membership share that allows you lifetime membership. Okay. And then once you're a member, then you can invest, and the minimum investment is $2,500. Up to a hundred thousand. That's the maximum investment. Um, that money then goes into our projects, and we anticipate a five percent return on investment. Okay. So, like any investment, of course, there's there's always risk. But uh, we've been we've been able to generate renewable energy uh, with a sound business model and do so profitably. We've already paid. Uh, you know, dividends to our investors. So we, we've been oh. doing quite well. Right. Okay. So, yeah. sorry, but I don't know anything about investment. <laughs> so 5% on investment means on top of your investment? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if you invest $10,000, you'll get, you'll get, well, what will happen is over 20 years, you sign on for 20 years when you purchase your shares, uh, then you get a, uh, after year six, you'll get a return. You'll get a, 
you know, you will get dividends for the first six years, and then at year six, you'll start to get your principal back. Okay. So that over the 20 years, you'll get your dividends and your principal back on the money okay. that you invested. But for the first six years, it's just dividends. I see. Right? Yeah, that, that's fair. Okay. Uh, so uh, I, I, I do want to delve a bit more into sort of the, 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 the investments and sort of what it means to be a member and things. Mm-hmm. But I was wondering, you know, just to just to give us a, a, a global picture of what ORAC does, could you walk us through sort of the beginning to an end of a project, for example? Um, sure. Uh, absolutely. So, 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 I mean, so including yeah. the types of, of equipment that, that you install and things of this sort. So you know, you, okay. you get your investment, you have the money, and and, uh, and and what you do from there. Okay. Well, first, first we imagine what projects we would like to do. That's fair. That's, that's the first. <laughs> that's the first thing. And and I think our first partner that we seek is our rooftop partner. So whose rooftop can we use? Right. Are there are there rooftops available? Now we have we have a um, an interest in a large ground mount. I'm sorry, no, it's actually a roof mount system in Dunrobin. So I, I believe all of our systems are rooftop systems. Okay. Uh, you know, you can have ground mount solar systems, but all of ours are, are rooftop systems. So the first thing is find a rooftop owner. Sure. Or find, or find a partner maybe who already has a system that we can buy into. Right. Okay. okay. So that's, it's these partnerships that esta- are established first. Yeah. And then once we've either determined, uh, you know, have a plan for a project that we want to install or one that we want to buy into, yes. then we apply, into, you know, we put our application into the feed-in tariff program. Yeah, sure. um, and so then we, we go from there. Okay. So uh, the project development team has more of the, the nitty-gritty no, details no, that, that, that's about that. We uh, want the yeah. high level. Okay, the high, yes, yeah. <laughs> okay. But we're, we're primarily solar for now because it makes sense in an urban environment. We're not yeah, going to yeah. put up wind tur- turbines, but right. there's nothing preventing us, for example, from moving into biomass or moving into other alternative energy sources, renewable energy sources. Okay. Um, but right now we're focused on solar because it's easy, it's convenient. We've got a solar industry that's been really booming in Ontario thanks to Ontario's Green Energy Act. It is booming. And the feed-in okay. tariff, yes it is. There yes, it absolutely is. Right. Yeah. It created a manufacturing sector here, which was, which was its intent. And Ontario's Green Energy Act is based on Germany's uh, policy climate, where I believe that 74% or 72%, don't quote me if I'm wrong, of their renewable energy is generated by community-owned cooperatives like ours. Wow. Oh. Yeah. It's it's remarkable. It's wow. mostly yes, it the is. community who said, okay, government's not moving. <laughs> we, we don't want to explain to our grandchildren we did nothing. Right. We are going to move forward and we're going to lead this renewable energy shift. That's fair. And Germany has been doing really well in renewable energy in general. So so knowing that's such a big percentage. They lead community. the world. Oh, wow. That's they amazing. lead the world. Um, Dr. Andreas Wieg, who is um, a, a key leader in Germany, is going to be coming to Ottawa wow. from the 17th to the 21st of November. Well, he'll be in Canada. He's actually going to be going to Kingston and Toronto, but he'll be here in Ottawa uh, for an evening session so that everyone here can learn just where OREC is in the world. You know, what? how does it fit in terms of right. renewable energy generation globally? Um, what, I mean, Germany's ideas are really the best that the world has to offer. So sure. he's, he's going to be coming to speaking to and speaking to us in one of our open evening sessions. So I'll make sure that you guys get an invite. Yeah, please do. Yeah, yeah. That'd, that'd be great to attend. Uh, Kim, you, you kind of touched on this, but I 
I think it's it's worth um, delving into is that when I think when listeners hear you talking about um, renewable energy so passionately, they kind of just assume that this is um, it's something to do with your line of work or something that you have done. And so I'm kind of interested in what what got you into because I don't think this is your no no it, it's um no I I. Okay, so I've designed and built a passive solar home mm-hmm. uh, when oh. I was a young woman, uh, and and then I I went into public health. So I, my right. career is mostly public health, but there's a there's a nexus between health, public health, energy, and environment that needs to be amplified. Mm-hmm. It's very very clear. There's cancer clusters. There's all kinds of epidemiological evidence. Right. If you're to talk to the meds in Alberta, <laughs> they tell you, look, there's a hundred hundred times the amount of ar- arsenic in the water. In Alberta, that should be there. Oh. Uh, so, so there's this link that needs to be amplified, and so it's part of um, bridging that link between energy, environment, and public health. I, I got actively involved in this. It's always been dear to my heart. Solar right. energy has always been dear to my heart. Enough solar energy hits the planet in one minute to replace all of our energy needs for a full year everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, it's, it's, it's an untapped resource. Sure. Um, so we, you know, it's time. There's no reason not to. We have the technology. It's here. We have the will. Um, and clearly, people who may not have their own rooftop to do, their own microfit project, are investing with us to, to participate in the larger scale projects. And there's no right to sun here. So if you were to have your own microfit project, for example, and your neighbor's tree were to grow on the south side of your property... Uh, they could shade your system, and then um, you would be your investment would be right. up in smoke, so to speak. Can you talk a bit about a passive solar home? That sounds really neat. Sure, um, a passive solar home is uh, long on the east-west axis. It has the um, windows primarily on the south face of the building, no windows on the north face of the building. Um, and it just basically takes advantage of the, the, the sun sort of drops in the wintertime. And okay. so in the passive solar home, um, in the wintertime, my, my whole north wall is basked in sunlight. Uh, so the whole, the whole wall is basked in sunlight. And then as the sun rises to the zenith in the summer, mm-hmm. of course, the, the sun yeah. doesn't beam down into my house. Wow, um, and ideally, although I, don't, I have the structure to do this, I haven't done it yet. <laughs> ideally, you have what are called trome walls, which are thermal storage walls. And they can be brick, water, uh, or any kind of mass that will hold the sun's energy once, it's, once it comes into the house, right? Yes. Because in my situation, there's wild fluctuations. It's hot during the day and cold at night because yeah. I don't have <laughs> these trome walls. But the trome walls actually act as thermal storage okay. uh, walls. And you have those in front of the glass on the sure. south face. And I imagine by by designing and living in this home, you probably saw a lot of savings in terms. Oh yeah. Of, yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Absolutely. Um, there's a seven degree gain just just even without the trome wall. There's a seven degree gain um, Celsius uh, in the months of April and November in particular. Those are my greatest gain months. But uh, yeah. How, how are you measuring this? With a thermostat, like so. so uh, <laughs> what's your control? Yeah. Like, uh, oh, oh, I see, I see, I see what you're saying. Um, well, that's a good question. I, I, if I close, if I close those windows, yeah. if I just leave them covered, sure. so that there's no solar gain inside the house, then I'll, I can see that there's no, yeah, there's no real big gain. I see. Yeah, you know, and, cool. and then and then at night, at night would be the obvious control. 
Makes sense. The nighttime yeah. is the yeah, obvious that's, control. That's fair. Right? That's yeah. fair. Yeah. That's that's really cool. Now, did, did this house already exist in the east west plane? Or no, I, I I you you designed it, it and built it. Yeah, okay. designed it and built it. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after three years of sawdust in my Cheerios, I didn't think it was such a good idea. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Um, go ahead, sir. Can I? I wanted to know. I, I have a degree in chemistry, and so I did a lot of work, and we learned a lot about solar power. Uh, do you guys partner with scientists? Do you guys partner with manufacturers? On the scientific end of things, how do you? decide which technologies to use and where to put stuff. Okay. On our website, there's a piece that's, that uh, one of our board members, Roger Peters, did called Why Solar. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's an argument there for Why Solar. We do, many of our board members are connected either to the solar industry. Some board members historically have been professors, for example, who uh, do a lot of solar research at Ottawa U. Okay. And so there's, there's a lot of... Um, engineering expertise on our teams. The project development team is primarily engineers. Um, the business team uh, has a lot of engineers. So there's there's a lot of expertise in the in in the board and in the community at large that supports us. I mean, okay. we have some 70 volunteers that are are helping us. So wow. Yeah, it runs on on volunteer steam. We have just one uh, paid employee, our operations manager, and the rest of all of this has been created because of the devotion of our of, of residents of Ottawa. Wow, oh, that's wow. great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, our studio, where we are right now, it's in a it's in a building that's uh, that's LEED Gold certified, which is fantastic, right? <laughs> yes, you can absolutely. appreciate that absolutely. Uh, and that's that that's just talking about uh, uh, you know. Um, Efforts made to be as green as possible. So using, you know, uh, certain materials, certain, uh, you know, uh, just the, the way it's designed in terms of even the HVAC system and things and sort of just sharing use to minimize costs. So I'm just wondering, uh, I can only imagine using solar panels or things in the store probably contribute to a LEED certification. Or is there any partnership with, uh, I, I forget the organization that does LEED, but is there any partnership between what OREC does and, and what LEED sort of a reaches to accomplish? Well, LEED is really about the greening of infrastructure. So there's a lot of ways that we could actually reduce the energy we need yeah. or consume by just de- redesigning our buildings. Sure. So so LEED is really uh, about redesigning our infrastructure. If we redesigned our infrastructure, we could actually reduce our consumption, I think, something like 75 to 90 percent. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of leaky buildings. Um, and, you know, we, we use a lot of energy in Canada because we are in a hostile climate, right? Sure. So, uh, but the LEED certification um, is almost the first step that you would take before you put solar panels on your house if you've got a leaky house. Yeah. Get a new furnace, you know. Get a high efficiency furnace and get new windows. You know, <laughs> first of all, before you go the high tech solution, yeah, yeah, do do the lead certification because that's where you're going to realize lots and lots of savings. Sure. Um, so so while they're they're a part of this puzzle in reducing our consumption yeah. and and living more simply and sustainably on our planet. Right? Sure. So well, that makes sense. Okay. Very cool. Are there any sort of? I mean, obviously, there there are ways that you could reduce your consumption down to, to seventy five or ninety percent. Uh, but are there 
things that you can do other than just getting high efficiency uh, heating or doing your windows, uh, making sure they're not leaky. Uh, is are there other things you can do to? Well, um, let's let's continue on this lead certification. There are things called net zero buildings, right? Yeah. So they actually produce more energy than they consume. So, right. in addition to the lead certification, for example, they might have solar panels on their house uh, or on the structure that actually produce more energy than they consume. So um, what other things could you do? There's there's a lot that you can yeah. do. And there's a Green Building Council that meets here locally. Uh, it would be a great thing to have as a guest. Yes. Something yeah. from the Green Building Council. Um, but... Um, so, so the big things that homeowners can do is, is you know, get a high efficiency furnace, replace your windows and doors. Uh, you can get um, what are called energy audits done. Uh, I, I don't remember exactly how much they cost, but you can get an energy audit done, and they'll tell you exactly what you need to do to reduce your your okay. budget. So they'll see what, your, where you're using a lot of energy. That's right. That's right. Reduce it. Yeah. So energy efficiency appliances, windows, furnaces. These are the key. Big sure. ticket items, but um, you know, insulation, roof type, roof, roof insulation, yeah. design, even just design, so that passive taking advantage, fuller advantage of that passive solar gain. Yeah. Okay. Great. Uh, just expanding on that just a little bit. When I, I visited uh, home, I, I had to mention my home as, as often <laughs> as possible. Uh, I'm from uh, a town uh, or city called Elliott Lake, Ontario, which is uh, about eight eight hours west of here. Uh, which is another thing we do in North Ontario. We we uh, we we judge distance by time. Yeah. Um, I visited my dad uh, in in his house, and he was talking about how there was this initiative. And I know we're, we're going a bit off topic, but we'll bring it back. Um, speaking to the efficiency of appliances, he had somebody come in and saw that his his large storage freezer as well as refrigerator were not sort of to the the efficiency standards that they like, and they actually replaced it. And the catch is you have to keep it for something like five five years at the very least. So people can't take advantage by just flipping it and selling it and just making some money uh, while still using their inefficient uh, you know, appliances. But, yeah, that was one, one thing that I'm not sure if it's still available, but that was one thing uh, just to address what you were yeah, saying, Rob, as, uh, as some, a measure that at least the province of Ontario was looking into, which is kind of cool. Like they give you a new freezer? That's what happened to my dad. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. And then he had a, a dehumidifier. And it was a it was ancient, uh, older than I am anyway. And uh, he, uh, not that I'm ancient, <laughs> and they they replaced that as well. Several of them actually. So it was, it was kind of neat. So he, I come home and I saw see all these new appliances. It was kind of neat just seeing that there's a, there's such a priority of making things more efficient, uh, which which is fantastic. Yeah. But uh, but that's a bit off topic. <laughs> just as an aside. Bang on topic. Yeah. Oh, there we go. <laughs> um. So uh, one thing that, uh, you know, just while we're, we're sort of in between, uh, one thing that we do for our podcast is we have uh, a word from our sponsor. So, uh, Rob, do you want to talk about uh, who our sponsor is this week? Absolutely. This week uh, is a big get. Our yeah. sponsor is the Ottawa Red Blacks. So are you interested in playing in the, uh, in the most successful, exclusively Canadian, that's not true, it's not exclusively Canadian, it, it sports is league, and becoming a member of the Red Blacks' highly valued roster? Well... You're in luck. We're looking for males between 18 and 60 years old, preferably with two legs, two arms, and at least one ear. Basically, if you can stand, you can play. So apply today for the Ottawa Red Blacks. Yeah, they haven't been doing too well. No. <laughs> Apparently, they're widening their net of 
of players. So you see that they uh, yeah. they they won they won a game. They did. I think, I think they're second. Game they yeah. That's never a good sign for a sports team. That's what that's what fans say. Well, they won a game. <laughs> we're like what we're, we're close to the end of the season. Through, yeah. Yeah, it. <laughs> what's what's the baseball movie with Dennis Quaid where he's an old pitcher? Oh, remember that? I, I do remember that. He's like too old to be a pitcher, but he's really good and. I, I can't Maybe that's that. what they're going for with the right Maybe. Box. Maybe. There you go. That's not bad. Why do I think it was called The Rookie? I think it was called The Rookie. Nice. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> Where are we watched that in school? I watched that in school twice. I, I did not. no educational value. <laughs> it's a good teacher like that movie. Have you, uh, have you been to a, a Red Black game at all, uh, Kim? No, but I thought you needed two years. To play, <laughs> you know what? You uh, think? Do you need I'm, all your teeth? I think that was the old. I think that was the old standard. <laughs> They're very accepting. Yeah. <laughs> um. So you do uh, you do a lot of activities, uh, sort of physical activities. If I understand correctly. Yeah, yeah, I do. Can you speak to some of the stuff you do and sort of where about Ottawa you, you do? Well, I like to try to get out of Ottawa, out Ottawa. of the city as much right? as possible. Even, yeah, sure. to kayak get and away. hike and all of that. I just mm. love the Algonquin Park and I, I'm in the Upper Gatineau a lot. Oh, the yeah. Rivers and the lakes and... And my latest uh, claim to fame is I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to jump a beaver dam with my kayak. I don't think I'm going to be able to do that without busting an ankle. But oh. yeah, um, yeah. So I, I I love to be outside. Yeah. I love 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 to be outside. That's great. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Uh, so do you have favorite like uh, a favorite spot, or do you just it depends on the, the, the um, weekend or the day? No, I think just as remote as possible is my favorite spot. Yeah. Be and, one with nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Somewhere where I can't hear any. Fossil fuel burning engines. <laughs> it's like the best. Okay, place. I like it. I like it. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Where's the the closest place that someone from Ottawa could go to get to a very remote? Because okay, Algonquin Park's really big, right? Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. I mean, the Gatineau Park has got some nice places. You can kind of sort of hear Gatineau, the city, yeah. though, in most places in the park, or you can hear the highway or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Algonquin Park would be your your best bet, yeah. but but there's lots of places in the Upper Gatineau too that right. uh, you don't have. You know, Papineau La Belle would be another place that's not too far away. It's a big park; you could get there and not hear anything. And I, I'm sure that there's places in Gatineau Park where you can get to where you wouldn't hear anything. So, uh, as somebody who, for example, wants to get away from fossil fuels for somebody like you being yourself, I uh, I can imagine that. Know, being here in Ottawa, you probably appreciate the proximity to places like Gatineau Park, mm-hmm. uh, where you know if you can't get away you know, far away, right. at least you have that as as sort of like your 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 it's home here. away from home. <laughs> this, city, this city is beautiful for that. I mean, the network of bike trails oh, and the river and Lac de Chain. Well, you know, mm-hmm. you know, look, Britannia Park and all of yeah. that. It's just a uh, you know. We've, we're blessed here with all of the natural beauty and a- easy access to park area. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Over your time here, you know, considering this has been home for, for as long as it has, have you noticed either an improvement or, or sort of or a decline in terms of the ex- accessibility to some of this this, this natural beauty? Uh, no, it's been pretty stable. That's great. I mean, somebody yeah. some somewhere back in time, you know, decided that the whole river you know shore of the river would be public access so somebody had some yeah. foresight you know i'm glad it didn't fall victim to developers and, yeah. and that it's you know 
because all families can enjoy the waterfront and that's it yeah so so you must uh, you must follow some of the, the the wars that go on between the National Capital Commission against the city of Ottawa and the city of Gatineau um, I, I, I don't. Oh, no, that's okay. No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> well, no, no, so some of the things that have yeah. come up, for example, when they wanted to, uh, like I know they've, they've, they've wanted to build a museum or, or uh, either build a museum or move a museum somewhere on NCC land. But, you know, NCC is very, very protective over, you know, where, where it is. And I know there are certain political games that are being played as well, but the, the beauty of NCC is that they've preserved these public areas that, that, that you're praising right now which is fantastic now I, I know yeah. obviously there, there's some there's got to be some leeway when it comes to like the LRT and things of the sort but, but it, it's just it, it's great because one of the things that I loved was when I moved to Ottawa was sort of the bike paths or even just a scenic drive along Colonel By or Queen, Queen Elizabeth and I realize it's not natural it's a man-made canal there but, <laughs> yeah. but still I mean there's no stoplights or something it's just kind of nice yeah. and you see that along the river as well and the river is one of my favorite just spots to be around no matter where but just somewhere along the river it's yeah. fantastic yeah. But uh, okay, that's cool. They're building a park too near Le Breton. You guys see that? I didn't see that. No, Le Breton across from the Museum of War. Yeah, this big. They were like raising the. I guess it was just fields before, and I think they're. I saw the plans in there. It's like a central parkish. Cool. Is things. is that uh, is that sort of where they they've been holding blues fest, or is that on the other end? Yeah, like, it's, diagonal it's to that, right across the War Museum Street. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Cool. That's neat. Carlton or Carlton. Ottawa, you or why do I want to say the <laughs> university? Universities, no. Ottawa, the city. Ah, yes. At one point, had the distinction of having the most park area per square. Oh, mile, wow. Yeah, kilometer of any of any capital anywhere. Is wow. that right? I I don't know that it's still yeah. that, but, at but one it time. used to, yeah, it used to be at one time. So. That's great. But I think that they take into account the experimental farm, and so uh, the you know that gives us a lot of. Um, Kind of fudge it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. Any day of the week. Of course. Of course, because it's a buffer. It counts. Yeah, it Absolutely. does. Count. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It does. Uh, yeah, that surprised me when I first saw it because, you know, Carling seems like this busy, bustling yeah. area. But then you look to, to your left or right, depending on what direction you're coming from. It's like, oh, there we go. There's cows. It's fantastic. I wonder if they're waiting for the bus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, being, being around or being from. From Ottawa, being in Ottawa for a long time, and so passionate about about renewable energy, you must um, have an eye out for Ottawa sites or Ottawa maybe businesses, probably businesses, but areas that are either really good with renewable energy or or really lacking. Can you speak to that, or are there any? Well, we we really there's an election campaign coming up, right? Oh yes. Uh, so we're really really want to see the city move in a direction that opens up a policy climate that supports the generation of renewable energy locally. So I, I would love to see more city buildings offer their rooftops up to mm -hmm. not just OREC, but solar installations that would work. I mean, you'd have to have unfettered access to the sun, and I recognize that some places in the city you can't guarantee yeah. if there isn't going to be a high-rise development just south of where you're putting in your solar installation. Sure. But, you know, I think this the city can do a lot more in terms of supporting renewable energy generation. Mm -hmm. um, it's great that we have the light rail, but, yes. um, you know, the climate change agenda for Ottawa needs to come to the present moment. It's 2014. Uh, we've got about 10 years to get it right. 
and if we don't in those next 10 years, we open up a Pandora's box of which we know nothing yeah. about. Uh, so I, I don't want to be too depressing because no, there's no. lots of hope. No, but, yeah. You know, yeah, there's lots of hope. But, um, you know, you, you, you guys are young men. Uh, you'll have families someday and, and you won't want to think about what will their life look like when they're 30 right. and 35 yeah, years absolutely. old. Makes sense. Are there any candidates who are who are front runners in, in this area? Um, well, we're we're currently uh, Ecology Ottawa is currently polling all of them to see where they are on the climate right. change agenda. So we have several questions that we're asking all of the candidates. Um, some have replied, some haven't. Uh, so we'll have an opportunity for full disclosure about where uh, their votes will be or where their policy uh, leanings okay. are. Mm-hmm. So you'll release a. Well, I think Ecology Auto will do that. Oh, okay. Charles Hodgson is uh, leading that effort, but uh, yeah, we're we're definitely being quite vocal and active to be sure that our city is poised and prepared not just to mitigate the most uh, dramatic impacts of climate change, but also to to adapt, mitigate, and create a new economy. Sure. Ecology Ottawa is actually quite active in Ottawa. They're very active. Yeah. They're very active. I, I first ran into them at uh, uh, at the Great Lake Garage Center, which they're at every year, and they put on like a party, <laughs> a party garage sale if such yeah. a thing could exist. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's it, it, it's just it's it's great because they really promote that. that exactly what you're saying. Uh, I think they enjoy 700 volunteers. Uh, yeah. is, I think well, I think they have quite a small army of volunteers. That's not too bad. Yeah, but, and they're they're yeah. partnered with uh, with Oric. Well, they certainly. I mean, we have lots of other other partners as well. We, sure. we sort of piggyback on events with Ecology Ottawa or or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's great. Uh, why don't we do uh, uh, another section uh, or segment? Sorry, I. Uh, after this, I want to jump back to a bit more of, about Oric uh, because while we have you, we, we might as well learn yeah. all we can. Uh, but uh, why don't we do what? What do we have? What's going down in Bytown? We do. do we? we, we uh, what is that, Keegan? We're, what's going down in Bytown is our cur- uh, not current events. Our current events. Current events. Yeah. yeah. It's like our event calendar. Current yes. events. I think it sounds like makes it sound like news, which we're not doing. It's not news. Yeah. Just events. We wanted to do news this week. Upcoming it's been events. Pretty, it's been pretty grim yeah. this week, so we're not going to do it. So what's going down in Bytown is what is going down in Bytown. And we're going to look at different things that are happening <laughs> uh, in the city. You can go, and if you don't go, you should tell someone about it. Yeah. They'll go. And just, uh, yeah. This Saturday, check out the Taste of Wellington West. A day of free samples, sales, and raffles in the up-and-coming neighborhood. While a variety of restaurants and stores will be participating in the Taste of Wellington West, one can only assume the event will taste predominantly like asphalt. Taste of Wellington West. <laughs> but, uh, and this confused me because I saw the event on their website, which is wellingtonwest.ca or something. Yeah. But I thought Wellington West was Hindenburg. Who also has a, a website, don't they? Uh, they do have their yeah. own website. Uh, it, and it, they have their own festival. I think Wellington West is its own district. But where's Hindenburg? Because Wellington, you know... I think Wellington there? West is west of Holland, is it not? Okay. Yeah. I think. And then where's Hindenburg then? Hindenburg would be between <laughs> Holland and um, probably um, Preston. Oh. Or, or, or maybe, yeah. maybe west of Preston, just a bit. Right. And then Westboro... Is it even further west? 
it's west of Kirkland. Oh. Or, yeah. All, they're all in there, but they're all sort of yeah. 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 together. Okay, well, Wellington West should check out all the stuff they yeah. have. It's going to be a fire truck, I think. I was reading the website. Oh, yeah? Is, is that cool. real? Or? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's not a joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like a fire truck demo. The, uh, the Canadian Comedy Awards are being held this week in Ottawa as well. Be sure to check out Friday night's As Seen on TV show, which will feature many of TV's biggest Canadian stars, uh, featuring Kathy Jones, Darren Frost, Ron Sparks, Mark Little, Nug, Nara Gang, you know, all those guys. All, <laughs> those, all the ones you've seen on TV. All, all those recognizable <laughs> comedians. Do you recognize any of those names? I know Ron Sparks, Ron just Sparks. because I saw him once at Yuck Yucks. Oh, that was your word. Yeah, well, it's pretty, it's pretty you crazy. Said, we said Norm Macdonald was going to be there too, right? No, oh, I just Tom, said he Tom loves Green. Ottawa. Tom Green's going to host, right? Tom Green. So he's he's someone you've heard of at least. Right, but he's not in this right. like, no. scene on TV. He's not in this particular show, but he will be here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tom Green. Yeah, it's events going on all, all through the weekend at different events, yeah. different venues, right? Yeah, but it should be neat. They have improv shows and they have some stand-up stuff. I think there's one, like an amateur stand-up thing, like the funniest person in the valley, they're calling it or something like that. Something catchier than yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's, great. that's why you wanted to put this in here, isn't it? You're going to this. Yeah, I wish. No, it's expensive. Wow. no I'll probably go. I will, I will go. It's just no, I mean participate <laughs> in the improv. Oh, I should, yeah. What else uh, is going on? Ottawa Folk Fest uh, will be held at Hogsback this weekend. The festival's theme will be internationalism and unity. And the organizers have chosen the tagline... Folk the world. <laughs> so that's going to be good. Oh. Is it themed? I guess the theme is folk. Yep. That makes sense. Yeah. Which, when we had a discussion about this yesterday, and I didn't know what folk music was. We had I think it. maybe you just never heard it. Maybe. Or you've not heard great, like, good examples of it. Because I, I thought folk was just a general genre of guitar music. I kind of is. Mm-hmm. Like, folk. I think... Mumford and Sons is the closest sort of mainstream music I can think of right now that's folk. I think uh, they're not they're not purely folk. Older older school would be Gordon Lightfoot, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Can be like folk music. I love folk music. Yeah, yeah I do. <laughs> Who are your favorite folk artists? Um, I like a Canadian artist. Her name is Darlene, but uh, she's not a common uh, kitchen table name. But she's she's extremely talented. So just Darlene, just Darlene. Really yeah, just Darlene. cool. Very very talented <laughs> lyricist and oh, musician. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Very bold move. Mm-hmm. One name El- yeah. eliminating here. Yeah, <laughs> he's a she's a share of folk music. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> there's also a Turkish <laughs> festival this weekend. Uh, come down to the Turkish festival to see Turkish folklore and hear live music. There will be lots of food for you to gobble up. In fact, guests will be spending all day stuffing their faces. The event won't just be delightful; it'll be Turkish delightful. <laughs> Do we know where where Turkish fest is? No, we don't. It is. You can look it up. <laughs> we'll, we'll put uh, a link to it. Yeah, How about we'll, that? Sure. We'll Just to make up for this. Back, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to make up for those horrible puns. puns. <laughs> I think it even count as puns. Uh, and finally, Prison Break Races, September 13th and 14th, I believe it's Saturday, Sunday, at uh, Vorlage Ski Center. Try to escape from prison during this unique 5K obstacle course, complete with barbed wire, walls, and much more. Sources 
familiar with the event say that racers will be asked to come back next year to do the whole thing over again. Which I'm told is a prison break reference, but I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't watch that show, so I don't know. I it's made weird. the reference, and I've never seen the show either. So oh, really? I'm, I'm, have you seen I've just show? heard. No, I've just heard about it. Kimmy, have you seen yeah. Prison no. Break? Uh, no. <laughs> Hopefully someone watching has seen Prison Break. Uh, apparently, in the second season, or they escape prison the first season, and then they have to go back in the second season. Counter- counterproductive. <laughs> is this a Canadian show? No, you, no. you think so no, because you haven't heard of it? But yeah. it is not. <laughs> it's got it's got Mark Little and Darren Frost. Yes. All, guys. all those guys you recognize. Uh, uh, but that sounds fun. It's like it a, does, yeah. an obstacle course because I, I did the Spartan race one year, and that's kind of it's billed as an obstacle race, obstacle course yeah. race. But it's not. It's, it's mainly a race with a few obstacles. A lot of running, apparently. Oh, that's too much. <laughs> In case the listeners don't understand, the prison run is is a real thing. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it is. It's not a, it's not something we made up. It's, it's at Vorlaj Ski happening. Center. Yeah. And it's probably too late to sign up, but you can go watch, watch yeah. support people be miserable, I guess. I'd rather just watch that than, than have to be miserable myself. That's true. Yeah. Definitely. And that is what's going on in Bytown. Okay. So before we leave this, I, oh, the, yeah. uh, the Turkish Festival is happening out by Walter Baker Park oh, near Canada. Oh, we have internet in here. Yeah. Forgot. <laughs> yeah. So advanced. <laughs> Our studio. Oh, Walter Baker's in Barhaven. Is it? Yeah. Oh, what did Rob say? It's right on the border of Canada, Barhaven. I guess the Turkish Festival is leaning more towards it's in Barhaven. The, yeah, it's Barhaven. It's a far border. <laughs> well, the Walter true. Baker Sportsplex? Is that what you're... Uh, that the what park. Oh, the, oh, the Walter Baker Park. Okay, excuse me. I'm wrong. Okay. I'm wrong. It's in Canada. It is confusing, though. That is confusing, because Walter Baker yeah. Sportsplex is a thing. It's a, yeah. much more notable than the park. Is the park... I guess the park is in Canada. The park... Well, it's... it's Yeah, it's right near the... Canadian Tire Center. Oh, you're not oh, kidding. Yeah, that is definitely no, Canada. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's definitely Canada. Yeah. Mike's. Mike. Okay. Um, so bringing it back to Oric, I don't know if I should confess this, but I'm going, I'm going to. I looked up some of the projects, mm-hmm. and the first thing I did, the first thing that crossed my mind was, I want to find these on Google Maps. So I went to the, <laughs> I, I, I looked up, is it, was it Pressland? Pressland, yeah. Pressland, uh, Pressland mm-hmm. North or something, mm-hmm. and they're, uh, is that affordable community housing or yeah, something like that? that's right. It's a microfit project on our, I believe most of our microfit projects are on social housing uh, roof, rooftops. Oh, oh yeah. well, there you go. And, and I just thought it was fascinating because I, I zoomed in on satellite view and sure enough, you can see covered in the, the solar panels cool. and I thought it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And then the, the the thought that came to my mind was, what's the benefit of a house to 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 house, if you will, a a solar panel? We pay rent. You pay rent on a roof. We pay rent. That's interesting. That's right. Okay. So, and, and the goal of this is to sell energy back to the grid, or is it That's to right. also power the house? No, we sell to the grid. You sell to the grid. You pay grid. rent to the house. We pay rent to the roof or the roof owner. Or, yeah. Or That's right. That's yeah. it. Okay, mm-hmm. that's fascinating. So that's the advantage for anybody who offers us a rooftop is right. they can, uh, we can completely own the system, yep. in which case we just pay them rent. Sure. Uh, we can enter into a partnership with the rooftop owner if they want. Um, you know, we, we've had some conversations with Carleton University. Uh, they haven't gone anywhere just yet, but, you know, these things take time. So mm-hmm. uh, they part of the possibility that they're exploring is 
maybe being partners with us, so joint venture partners. So, right. they, oh. so instead of just renting us the rooftop space, uh, they might also profit from the system. So if they, you know, if they went in 50-50, for example, to purchase the system, they they also get some of the revenue from the feed-in tariff program. Oh. As and, well as a, and the profits, oh, sorry. Did, go ahead. Oh, uh, the, the profits that ORAC makes yes. is, is sort of redistributed into future projects? Uh, no, our profits are used for operations and to pay our shareholders. Right. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. sorry, that we, makes the sense. Share so offering you, you is, the yeah, the okay. share offering we use to raise money for future projects. Now, in terms of the board members, that's that's a volunteer. That's right. Which All is volunteers. Fantastic. All volunteers. I got. Yeah. Uh, I I looked quickly through through your list, mm-hmm. and you have some some high profile people. We do. We absolutely do. We have some big business people. Uh, you know, we have we have very very smart people. Uh, Roger Peters used to work for the Pemina Institute. Yeah. Dick Bocker is known all over the city. He's he's a, he's a sound, solid business guy. Sure. Um, there was an article just in uh, recently in the Ottawa Business Journal profiling him and his uh, his role in OREC and OREC That's at large. Yeah. 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 That's fantastic. Great. Yes, it is. Yeah. And you know. They're obviously still doing. I mean, unless some of them are retired, they're still doing their 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 own work on the side as well. Yes. Uh, not on the side, yeah. primarily. Yeah, I, think, I, think, yeah. I think Roger's retired, but Dick is still sure. running his businesses or business. And um, you know, other people like David Cork is our vice president. He's uh, he's got his own solar company. Solar, oh. He's a solar supplier. He's got wow. his own solar company. He's but he's he's involved as well. I mean, so we do have very very bright committed. People on this board who are keen to create a new economy. That's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Does ORAC have competition in this respect, or is ORAC the the organization for Ottawa? Um, well, I mean, as an, as a homeowner, people can go get their own microfilm yeah. projects if they want. No, um, of course. I, it's the only renewable energy co-op in Ottawa, but there are lots of. I think there's over seventy community power cooperatives in Ontario. Oh, okay. so that's exploded since wow. the Green Energy Act. So sure. there's lots and lots and lots of small ener- renewable energy cooperatives like ours in Kingston, in Toronto. Toronto Renewable Energy Co-op is huge. Okay, um, you know there's there's they're all over. There's wow. there may be more than seventy now. I don't know how many. But there's one in Armprior, for example. Oh, okay. that's cool. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Kim, what what is the minimum uh, space requirement needed for someone? For someone to uh, potentially become a partner with OREC, they, if someone had, are you talking about people's we're, houses? Okay, no, we're looking, we're right. playing with the big boys yeah, and girls right. now. We yeah. want big rooftops. <laughs> we're looking for big, big space. Uh, yeah, so you're yeah. looking. So it's when you're talking about Carlton, that would be more than one building, I assume. Uh, or yeah, it could be several buildings. It could be one large building. We okay. we, we hope the city will come on board. We yeah. want to see lots and lots of solar installations on city rooftops. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're we. We have big, big projects and big dreams. Yeah. Am I correct in thinking, in remembering that Toronto has partnered with the co-ops in that their city buildings have have some of these? I think that's true. I think the city uh, council there has really um, partnered with the Renewable Energy Co-op there. I I don't want to be quoted (laughs) because I'm only a year on the board and there's lots to learn. But I I do believe that their city council is much more um, hospitable and on board. With okay. the Toronto Renewable Energy Co-op. So, in terms of how, like, you know, obviously we we, I would hope are all voting in the election that would be coming up. 
if we want to know the priority mm-hmm. when it when it comes to climate control or when it comes to green energy and, and, and renewable energy in terms of the politicians that are running uh ecology ottawa is probably the place to go ecology ottawa is the place to go i encourage you to call your candidates say have you have you filled out ecology ottawa's uh checklist or their questionnaire oh, what's yeah. your position on climate change Great. I would I would strongly strongly urge uh, you to call your call your candidates. Great, yeah, that's that's, that's make great. a phone call, send no. an email, whatever. Absolutely, mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. Can I? I want to ask, sort of, because I'm I'm certain I've I've certainly thought about it in the past when I do finally buy property uh, about putting in my own solar installation. Do, does your co-op do they do any work to give like advising individuals or smaller projects on? on where they can, I mean, obviously if there are people on the board who are manufacturing or running companies for solar, they might be able to help. Is, do they there, do any work like that? There's quite a, well, we are consulting per se. Mm-hmm. Um, we have offered consultation services to other co-ops, but not to individual homeowners. Okay. But, you know, a lot of the solar installers locally would guide you. Okay. Uh, there's quite a few companies locally. And um, if, you, if you did have questions about how to participate in the microfit program, you can call... Um, the you know call Ontario government they'll, they'll have okay. uh, information for you on how yeah so it's the feed in tariff program just okay. you want to get information sure. so it's yeah oh that's great uh, all right so why don't we uh, why don't we finish off with uh, I mean, time's been flying again uh, as it usually yes. does it seems good <laughs> but uh, why don't we finish off with the speed round I like the idea of the speed yeah. round would you be comfortable with speed sure, round? Sure, I am yeah. I'm comfortable. Okay. As long as you can handle my authenticity, it's all good. <laughs> you can, you, if you don't want to answer, you can say okay. no comment okay. or pass. Okay. Pass. Okay. All but, right. Uh, but let's, okay. let's, let's go forward. Okay. Uh, Keegan, why don't you start us off? Rob has a clock ready, sure. so whenever you're ready. So the speed round is we ask First questions <laughs> to our guests in rapid fire. Okay. And they can, obviously they can pass and want to, but it's, it's a mix of it's mostly silly stuff. Yeah. yeah. We slipped some real questions in there once in a while. So people off. But, uh, yeah, it's, I think it's understood by everyone, and it's it's not a serious thing. So no, yeah. okay. don't worry too much That's about it. it. Okay. We won't okay. hold you to all of your answers either. Okay, good. <laughs> and I'm starting. Yeah. You're, you're starting. Okay. When you're ready. ready. Yeah. Go. What's your favorite color? Blue. Oh. <laughs> favorite ice cream flavor? Toasted almond fudge. Have you ever Googled yourself? Yes. Uh, what's your middle name? Anne. What's your favorite movie? Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, that's good. <laughs> uh, TV or radio? Radio. Favorite building in Ottawa? Oh, my God. Uh, the museum. Oh, it's not even in Ottawa. It's the Museum <laughs> of Civilization. Ooh, oh, that's yeah, close. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, if you could only have one food the rest of your life, what Fish. would it be? Nice. What's your favorite park in Ottawa? The Britannia uh, Park. The Britannia Beach Great. Park. The next car that you'll buy. Oh, it'll be an electric car. I don't know which yet. Maybe a Volt. <laughs> oh, neat. Yeah, look at nice. Yeah. Uh, favorite season? Fall. Favorite restaurant? Valley's. <laughs> Second favorite restaurant. <laughs> oh my God! I um, there's a there's a Vietnamese place in the Green Bank Square, and I can't remember. I think it's that's yeah, enough. Yeah. I'll find it. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite thing about yourself? Oh my god, um, I I I'm able-bodied. <laughs> okay, 
Um, kayak. What was your favorite outdoor activity? Uh, rollerblading. <laughs> oh. Uh, what's nine plus nine? Eighteen. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Whose hair do you like more, Keegan's or Amon's? <laughs> Amon's. <laughs> So quick. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you had to travel to any city in the world right now, where would you go? I would go to Dublin. Okay. Besides Germany, what do you think the greenest city in the world is? That's actually a good <laughs> I mean, sorry, at wherever. Just a good. Oh, that's a good question. Where's the greenest place? Oh my god, uh, there's whole communities. Uh, that are actually completely <laughs> off grid. Uh, where's the greenest place? Good grief! It's, pro- it's got. It must be a Californian city. I don't know. Okay. Oh, that is very green. Just yeah. as, a, as a state, right? as a state, they're pretty green. Yeah. Ah, Germany's a city. Vermont's pretty green. <laughs> Germany, Europe. Yeah. Do you want to make this, this <laughs> argument right now on the air? No, I'll save it. I, I mean, I, this might be premature, but I feel like that was the record that was for the, the record number of questions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I want to give her a round of applause. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so before we, we completely wrap this up, um, first of all, you know, you can find us, uh, the Ottawa crew at, at ottawapodcast.com. Uh, you'll be able to find, uh, uh, our previous podcasts, including this one, obviously, which you probably know already if you're listening to it. Yep. You'll see a lovely picture of the four of us. And there's also a feedback form, so if you ever have any suggestions, please feel free to write it. It's It's been nice. We've had a few in the past couple of weeks, yeah, and uh, we've sort of adapted based helpful. on well, you know, constructive criticism or what have you. Yeah. I just figured out that, because I have like a podcast managing app yep. that takes feeds from places, and we are on there. Like It searches stuff. Yeah. Well, well, we're on iTunes. Yeah, so, so I guess that's so. Right. If you have a podcast app, try because that it's really it's super easy then because yeah. it just automatically downloads. That's right. You don't need you a, can listen. Put effort into it. Yeah. yeah. If, yeah. Uh, if you're on Stitcher Radio, if you happen to use that program, we're also on there now. Ooh, that's that's is, new. Which works Android, we're on the radio, iPhone, as well as online, so it syncs all your podcasts. Very cool. That's yeah. great. So, uh, well, I guess we'll give you a chance to plug. Is there what else do you want to plug? I mean, let's let's first well, let's of all pl- let's plug Ulrich again. Let's yeah. say <laughs> what's uh, what's the website? It's it's Ottawa Renewable Energy Co-op. Okay. Yeah. Dot Just, com. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Or dot ca. I think. Dot ca. Yeah. Okay. Dot ca. Right. Yeah. 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 And I. I just want to say that um, I hope that all of you guys will check to see what your own carbon footprint is because you can measure your carbon footprint too. Oh wow! Go to myfootprint.org. Yeah. Oh yes. Absolutely. Myfootprint.org. Check Absolutely. your own carbon footprint. Just like a and, survey. Um, it'll yeah. It'll just okay. be a quick questionnaire to yeah. Figure out what you know, how many planets it takes to support your lifestyle. Wow. It takes five planets to support the Canadian lifestyle. You you wrote you wrote in your little bio. I don't I don't know if you wrote it or somebody else wrote it on on the Aura page mm-hmm. that you're trying to reduce your carbon footprint. Right, that's right. I, I started out at four and a half planets. I went down to three planets. Uh, I may be I may be back up now. Uh, I was sharing a lot of my living space, uh, but it's been a challenge. Uh, it's been a challenge. It takes about five planets to manage. Oh, a single wow. person, a single Canadian's lifestyle. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's so what's the goal? Too many. One planet. The goal to is one, one or the goal on less one. than one? 
well, less than one. Less than okay. one would be yeah. better. Yeah. Less than one would be <laughs> but better. But that's hard. But I'll be happy yeah. with one. I've been three years <laughs> sure. doing this, and, yeah. I'm fa- and I'm failing at every turn. Like, okay. it's, wow. it's, hard. it's been this kind of a up-down, up-down cycle. Yeah. It's been okay. very hard. Okay. Uh, yeah. So. so so check out, everybody, listeners, my, check out your carbon footprint. Yeah, myfootprint.org. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what can people, so people can become a member... They can invest. It's, they can invest. Can yeah, you can be, yeah, it can be volunteer. volunteer. Yeah, we hope for volunteers. Okay. We're, uh, we're in our third share offering. We need people who will, you know, host uh, potluck dinners and have somebody from OAC come and tell you what it all, what's all about. And right. Yeah, we, we're, we welcome volunteers, members, and investors. Great. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Thank and, you. And do you want to plug any anything else? Any any? I just want to say that this was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. and I hope you guys have enormous success oh, with thank this. You. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thank so you so kind. much. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh, okay. I think that that, that wraps yeah, up. Yeah, I think so. Uh, we have uh, we we have a doctor coming up. Doctor Arena Wang next week. That's right. It's going to be fun. And then uh, we haven't finalized a week after, but I think uh, we're pretty close. Or at least I'm pretty close. Uh, you're pretty close. Somebody's pretty close. Uh, so let's uh, finish off. Well, Keegan, why don't you tell uh, Kim how we finish it off? So we end this episode, and I've been this past few weeks. I've been prepping guests because we used to surprise them by accident, so we would forget. Oh, but I already yeah. told Kim that we end by our guests saying Ottawa, however you like. Some people draw out vowels. Some people say short. Some, some people, people sing, sing it. it. Yeah, very loudly. Well, whatever you like. Okay. Uh, Ottawa, and then we'll cut it. Ottawa. <laughs> <laughs>